Canes fans, what's going on? Peter Ariz here from canesinsight.com, bringing you an extra edition of the Canes Insight podcast this week. Going to be doing our normal preview podcast for Clemson, but tonight have Nick Echeverria, also known as West End Zone, joining the show. Tough couple weeks for the Canes, back-to-back losses, and Nick is going to be joining us, breaking down just a few things that went wrong defensively against North Carolina. Some of you may have seen the podcast I did with him a few weeks ago, uh, where he got into a lot of the nitty-gritty of Lance Guidry's 4-2-5 scheme, and tonight he's going to be bringing us few through a few plays um, from that North Carolina game and kind of going through the X's and O's side of it, a little bit different than some things that we do here normally on Kane's Insight Podcast. So if you listen to the audio version, I would recommend definitely take a look at it on YouTube as well because there's going to be a different video component to it. Uh, but Nick was great as always, so stay tuned for that. Like and subscribe to the channel. If you like this video, we're going to have a lot more content like this coming up with Nick again, West End Zone on the Canes Insight Forums. Sign up for the Canes Insight Forums. I know that it has not been a fun couple weeks here if you're a diehard Canes fan and if you're already on the website, you know the forums are, are going going crazy, right? Join in on the fun. This is a turning point or could be a turning point if they can get everything together and get right foot forward here against Clemson as you're in the meat of this, this ACC schedule. Now, nobody thought the North Carolina game would be easy. They battled, had the halftime lead and just unraveled in that second half. A lot of, as we keep hearing self-inflicted wounds, um, but there are things that the guys can do as we, we get into it just after this with West end zone breaking down some things from the North Carolina game. Canes fans, I'm very excited for this segment right here with Nick Echeverria, also known as West Endzone. He's been on the podcast recently, does great work on the Canes Insight forums with his posts, a lot of his information. Uh, he's a very passionate guy when it comes to the 4-2-5 defense and has a very knowledgeable background uh, with it. So, Excited to have Nick back on here. Unfortunately, uh, we're, we're trying to figure out what is, what's going on, man. These last couple weeks wasn't all defense's fault against Georgia Tech. Uh, everyone had a, a part to play in that one, but things just came apart in this North Carolina game, which not a complete shame because it's one of the best offenses in the country, right? But not the bounce pack performance you were looking for. Yeah. And uh, uh, thanks for having me on. Thanks for asking me to do this. I, you know, like, you know, my first thought was, I mean, after watching that game, hell no. And I actually had like uh, some plans to drop my first, you know, uh, live stream after the game. I was going to put up a bunch of clips and go through everything after our uh, triumphant victory, but that obviously didn't happen. Um, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like a you know, it it it's 
some great things happen in the game and it, the thing that's so frustrating about it is you see, like you see our progress and then you also still see the old us right like you see us just huge blunders um you know if we play a perfect game if, if we don't turn it over um if we don't create the stress that we had in our defense the whole second half that's a that's a huge win for the program way bigger than a, a, a game like a texas a&m you go on the road play against probably the best quarterback in the country uh play against a program that puts a lot of emphasis on offense um and they've been doing it for a while right yes they have uh, a new offensive coordinator uh but mac brown's been there for a long time you know and and, and he's he's obviously built a program um you know, long story short, um, I don't think they were better than us. You know, I, I think they were better than us in certain positions. Um, but I think if we play uh, a clean game, I think we could have won. Yeah, man. And we, you know, I had the pleasure of watching the game with you at Titanic. And just as Coach Cristobal said, sh- shot themselves in the foot, a lot of self-inflicted wounds. We, How many times did we look at each other? And we just knew something bad was bound to happen before the play. Yeah. Like that that long third and goal, for example. It was like a 20 or 18, 18 yards. Before the play, I think I looked at you. I said, we, we all know what's going to happen right here. And it's just, it's, yeah. you, you wish that the change that we felt was, was there after beating A&M, right? And then taking care of business for the most part before the Georgia Tech game. It just feels like a lot of the same issues are are still there. Yeah, you know, I mean, and it's it's. Yeah, I think to look and and I like to focus on what's going on with the defense. That's kind of like what I enjoy. Obviously, to do that, you got to watch the offense as well, and um, it kind of all makes it together. Um, and and maybe this is me being a, a former defensive coach where. I'm always looking to point the finger at the offense, like, damn, the offense, if they would have just done this or done that, then things would have gone right. And uh, But the fact of the matter is that the offense is averaging like 500 points a game. And, you know, they didn't really play poorly. And I think, you know, I, I think Tyler Van Dyke played okay, um, except for uh, uh, a couple plays that were really, really bad. And, um, and I think what happened on defense is um, first half, we were able to sort of like stimulate pressure and um, do do what we could to to kind of um, hit May, um, uh, get him on the ground, keep him out of rhythm, uh, keep keep him in the pocket as well, uh, and then you you saw it, but it was almost like we were always kind of like hanging on a thread, and it and 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 I think UNC kind of leaned on us and put uh, put more pressure, put more pressure. Uh, compound that with terrible turnovers, just awful, awful turnovers, and really any defense. Yes, like the uh, the greatest defenses could could probably clamp down, but but any good defense has a point where they break. Um, and I was a little bit, you know, I was a little bit critical that that night. And the next morning, I took to Twitter and probably tweeted some things that I probably shouldn't have tweeted. They've since been deleted, but but I I. I, I would say, you know, it, watching the game, it felt like we quit in the third quarter. Like, ah, at the end of the third quarter, we just quit. And and um, now looking back at it, 
I don't think it was that. I think we were just gassed. I, you know, just just them running pace. You know, I, I I'm not sure if you saw me. I was like kind of taking notes during the game, mm-hmm. and you know, the whole second half, like like I wrote down maybe three or four times, get lined up, and you know, it it it. Yes, you know, you get the play call in, um, in time. But if you don't have enough, you know, time to line up, you have no chance. To 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 kind of put in your mind simple things like where your leverage is, where your help is, what's my run fit on this? Yeah, what's your responsibility on the play? Yeah, like 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 you may be able to to intellectualize it and know what you know you know like your job is, but you gotta like look at the formation and look at the down and distance, and you have to kind of like process what's happening, and before that the ball's already snapped. And they're breaking free on broken tackles. Also, I mean, it, it seems like we were just tired. Um, right. And 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 so, you know, I kind of had a few plays that I highlighted. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not sure if you want to. Uh, yeah, let's get let's know. let's get to it because I know that, you know, these are just specific examples of what is plaguing them right now. Yeah, and and so um, here I'll uh, yeah I could we'll, we'll, we'll it now. bring we'll bring Nick up here for those on on the video because he's gonna have the clips pulled up on his. All so. right, so, so 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 this is kind of like a like a preview of something that I want to start doing where where you know I can you know like I want to talk about plays and and kind of like bring basic football concepts to the average fan. Um, here we have, um, l- let's see, what's the, uh, the down and distance here we got, uh, uh, second and nine. Um, and we're kind of playing like a, like a soft quarters coverage, right? So, so, you know, a- anybody that knows about, uh, you know, uh, about coverage, um, just quarters is like w- one of the most ubiquitous coverages, uh, that you see in college football today. Okay, uh, so you have four guys really that are responsible for deep zones. Um, you would think this is a great coverage against, like, you know, uh, uh, against the passing game. It can be quarters is more of a run stopping coverage. Why? Because these, uh, these two safeties are primary run defenders, they are playing what it's called like a robber technique on number two. Okay, so, so really, what number two does. All right, so uh, if you count one, two, one, and two, um, really everybody, if you would draw like a line down here, it's the same on both sides, right? So so this guy, this guy, and this guy are reading what number two does, okay? So if we have number two going deep, then that's easy, right? That's, uh, that's this guy's guy. Um, let's clear it. If If... If number two goes goes out, or sorry, goes in or goes out shallow, what does that tell this guy? All right, this guy knows he has no more vertical threat, right? So, so really, what he should be doing is is playing his deep quarter. Okay, um, like you're gonna see here, James Williams, who I, you know I've praised in the past, and I think he's a good player still. James Williams, I think it's too caught up in his robber technique, right? So, so that that robber technique tells him that if this guy goes vertical, you know, between six to eight yards, 
that's his guy, man to man. Okay. Right. So that means if he goes vertical and he goes in, he goes out, goes go, goes any direction, that's his guy. So 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 on the snap of the ball, he's just sitting and waiting. Okay. And uh, so you see in this clip where he kind of gets caught up. He's waiting for his guy to get to him and doesn't get the depth necessary to help on this. Okay. So um, here, let's um, let's uh, let's run the clip. All right. So, so uh, something you'll see here is uh, uh, so number 22 um, really, really, despite James Williams not helping, has uh, the opportunity to make a play on the ball. This is something we saw at the end of Georgia Tech. It's a technique issue. It's an aggressiveness issue where we have guys that are in position, right? He's, he's, he's in position, but this is a good amount of space, okay? He's, he's making a play on the ball, and he's not completely in phase um, with the offensive player. Being in phase really means um, that you're on his hip. And so he's kind of too far away to make that kind of play on the ball. He should be trying to keep up and maybe, you know, instead of going for interception, just getting a hand in there. Um, let's see the, uh, see the other angle. Okay. So, um, and then something else too that, that we'll see in the other, uh, that we'll see in the other angle is, you know, he, He's gonna know that that he should have help from uh, from this middle quarter. So, so James Williams sees sees his number two guy go out. His eyes to go to number one, right? So that that post should be over here. James Williams should be underneath it, and then Jaden Davis sh uh, should be over top of it. So, despite all that. Despite all that, he was there to make a play. Could have made a play, and because of bad technique, he could not make an extraordinary play. Um, so, here I'm gonna uh, get back to my um, uh, to my normal one here. So, this is uh, this is one example. Uh, the next example that I wanted to show you guys uh, was a little bit later. Um, let's see, Tony. This is, yeah. Let me see if I can get it here. All right. So now this is something good, right? So uh, here we have the opportunity. Um, uh, second and 10. This is a golden opportunity to um, kind of stifle their, um, you know, their uh, momentum, get a huge stop, uh, uh, potentially scoop and score, and just – change the whole outcome of the game. This is a critical time where the game's about to be broken open uh, by UNC. Uh, they're about to break our defense, and and um, and we couldn't get it, right? So just taking a look at this uh, before we started, we got a, a cover one pressure. Uh, they're in man, they're in man, they're in man. This is a deep middle player. And then we have five men, uh, five men in the blitz. That means we have no. Uh, that means we have no help in the uh, the middle hole. This is why you see guys playing uh, uh, playing outside leverage. Here we have one, two, three, four, five. Okay, um, this is 
Uh, number 11, he's in man coverage with the back. Ah, uh, yes, Kiko will come down and be the edge blister. Now, something that I want to kind of like um, sort of illustrate, and because good, good, if I'm wrong, you know, please let me know. But it seems like Kiko makes the play here, but he shouldn't have, right? So this back, he, he kind of swings out, he, and uh, number 11 did man coverage with him. He has no way to get over there. So, so really, in these types of pressures, uh, the edge blitzer usually peels off of that guy. That does not happen here. And you'll see number 11 basically chasing this guy wide open. Uh, Drake May does not see him, and Kiko makes a great play. So super awesome play. You know, this is like kind of like a – it's kind of nitpicky, but it's a technique thing, right? If Kiko sees the quarterback, doesn't see him, you got to make a play on the ball. You know, it that's a, like a critical thing. Got to get off the field. So look, he's in man coverage with him, and he – uh, he swings out. Kiko really should be getting him, and then he'll be adding to the rush. Uh, that does not happen, and we're lucky. Huge opportunity. Super awesome play. Could have been better. Um, and they and they stay in the field um, for, I believe... Okay, so let's, um, uh, uh, let's cut it to one more, right? So this is the last play that I wanted to talk about uh, with you guys. So they... You know, oh, we have a great opportunity to basically shift momentum. And then we have the absolute dagger right here. And, you know, no no pun intended. This is what's called a dagger route. We are, again, in, in like, kind of like a soft quarters coverage. Um, you're going to see the inside receiver go down the middle of the field. And then you're going to have somebody, you know, uh, come in this direction later. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a quarters beater. Uh, it's it's a pain in the ass. It's you know they made a good they made a good play call, um, and more importantly, what I want to kind of focus on on this is, you know, Gidry can only manufacture as much pressure as possible, right? And and and, and yes, look, he's 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 once again doing things to create pressure where we really you know don't don't have the dudes to line up. And just get pressure. So, so we're showing kind of like a mug look with a quarter shell. This is kind of like what we showed when Cam Kitchens got that really nice sack, right? And then, you know, like on that play, um, you know, we had the free safety come in and then these guys uh, kind of dropped out. Here, uh, we're showing that, but we end up playing coverage. The defensive line plays some games and we can't get there. Too, way too much time. Uh, uh, so we get cleared out. Great play call by them. Worst pass was by us. And yes, you know, while uh, uh, you know, you know, this guy does the uh, the classic, the, the, the that's classic. Gonna, that's know, the UNC. That's the UNC classic. Yeah. So, so just kind of summarize it. You know, you know, if something bad happens, bad stuff's happening. Uh, get a coverage bust. Uh, still could have saved the play. Um, you know, Kiko has a chance to like shift momentum. Great play, could have been better. And then the absolute dagger. Uh, that's when I believe our defense broke. And, you know, like it was done from there. 
Nick, I, a couple more things before I let you go. I mean, how much of this stuff is correctable? Again, like I said, this is, and like you mentioned, potentially the best quarterback in the country, right? From a talent standpoint and the productions there, he's got weapons around him. But this defense, a lot of these mistakes are mental. It, it, are these correctable things as the season progresses, as you have, and is it correctable week to week when you have a Clemson, you know, not the same Clemson, but still Clemson, you have Florida state coming up. So yeah. Are these things that, that can be fixed in the immediate future? Well, there's, there's, there's one thing that I, I think really we, we can't fix, which is, uh, you know, which is depth. And I think depth and conditioning and just the number of guys that we can trust is very small. And I think it showed um, on Saturday night where there just came a point that that the guys were gassed that they really didn't have. Um, they really didn't have, you know, that next line of guys to come in. Um, in terms of the rest, yeah, I mean, look, I I think we can rep uh, pace more. You know, I, I know some coaches what they do is. They have two scout teams ready. You know, if we have enough guys to uh, to do it, what they do is they have uh, they have one scout team uh, go run a play. Uh, second uh, second scout team is ready, and they run another play right after, and that way you can work on pace. Um, the other stuff I think is like technique stuff, just things uh, things that you could rep, and then you know, probably the last thing is just the the general awareness of the team you know it, it uh, uh d money's post is like you know we're not a smart team it's true we're we're you know it it's it's kind of frustrating because you think we have the resources to be smart and um you know we can and should be smart it's just um maybe it's a matter of just game experience maybe it's a matter of you know guys not playing so tight you know i don't know what it is maybe uh visualization you know, it's it's every year the the Canes always find a, a different way to leave us with inexplicable <laughs> thoughts about yeah. this this team, right? It's 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 crazy. It's the cycle, right? But let's see, man. Let's see if they can uh, do something that we not not. I'm not gonna say we don't, but most people don't don't believe they can do is get back on track and right the ship against Clemson right so let's see what yeah, happens look, moving forward I mean they're, they're they've got to keep they've got to keep the train rolling that's the only way look just just like one more main point that I had was was look like they we've been great on defense I I, I think we've been good you know and, and I think I think our guys d deserve credit for uh for how they held up uh for as long as they did last game um and then just going forward, you know, it, it the thing that 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 sucks is that we're our own to and the ACC. Um, I'm not sure what the math is, but I I think we're out of contention, you know, you know for that. Um, uh, but if we're not, it, it's not in our hands. And you know, that being said, we have a good opportunity uh, uh, to win this game. You know, down the road, maybe. You know, by some uh, by some miracle beat uh, Florida State, um, and then it could be like a great season. It's just you know, tough. We are who we are. Tough, tough little stretch. Tough little stretch. That's for sure. Yeah. 
but I appreciate you joining tonight, Nick. Again, West End Zone on the canesinsight.com forums. And I know, you know, he's got a lot of great stuff coming. The the these losses, you know, don't I know that this is this is always one of those things where the people don't they don't like and subscribe as much when these losses come rolling in. So <laughs> let's go, guys. We appreciate your support as always. And you can follow Nick's stuff coming up here in the future. He's gonna be testing out a lot of different content like we just uh showed you guys right here with his with his breakdown so a lot more coming from him thank you again nick yep uh thank you